section four of women of achievement this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b women of achievement by benjamin griffith brawley chapter five mary mcleod bethune on october third nineteen hundred four a lone woman inspired by the desire to do something for the needy ones of her race and state began at daytona florida a training school for negro girls she had only one dollar and a half in money but she had faith energy and a heart full of love for her people Today she has an institution worth not less than one hundred thousand dollars with plans for extensive and immediate enlargement and her school is one of the best conducted and most clear-visioned in the country such has been the result of boundless energy and thrift joined to an unwavering faith in god mary mcleod was born july tenth eighteen seventy five in a three-room log cabin on a little cotton and rice farm about three miles from maysville south carolina being one in the large family of samuel and patsy mcleod ambitious even from her early years she yearned for larger and finer things than her environment afforded and yet even the life that she saw around her was to prove a blessing in disguise as it gave to her deeper and clearer insight into the problems the shortcomings and the needs of her people in course of time she attended a little mission school in maysville and she was converted at the age of twelve later she was graduated at scotia seminary concord north carolina and then she went to the moody bible institute in chicago in the years of her schooling she received some assistance from a scholarship given by miss mary chrisman a dressmaker of denver colorado mary mcleod never forgot that she had been helped by a working woman some day she intended to justify that faith and time has shown that never was a scholarship invested in better advantage in eighteen ninety eight mary mcleod was married she became the mother of one son not long after the family moved to palatka florida now followed the hard years of waiting of praying of hoping but through it all the earnest woman never lost faith in herself nor in god she gained experience in a little school that she taught she sang with unusual effect in the churches of the town and she took part in any forward movement or uplift enterprise that she could all the while however she knew that the big task was yet to come she prayed and hoped and waited by the fall of nineteen hundred four it seemed that the time had come in a little rented house with five girls mrs bethune began what is now the daytona normal and industrial institute for negro girls by means of concerts and festivals the first payment of five dollars was made on the present site then an old dump pile with their own hands the teacher and the pupils cleared away much of the rubbish and from the first they invited the cooperation of the people around them by lending a helping hand in any way they could by being neighborly in nineteen hundred five a board of trustees was organized and the school was chartered in nineteen hundred seven faith hall a four-story frame house forty by fifty feet was prayed up sung up and talked up and we can understand at what a premium space was in the earlier days 
when we know that this building furnished dormitory accommodations for teachers and students dining-room reading-room storerooms and bathrooms to the rear of faith hall was placed a two-story structure containing the school kitchen and the domestic science room in nineteen hundred nine the school found it necessary to acquire a farm for the raising of livestock and vegetables and for the practical outdoor training of the girls after six weeks of earnest work the twelve-acre tract in front of the school was purchased in nineteen fourteen a model home was built in this year also an additional west farm of six acres on which was a two-story frame building was needed asked for and procured in march nineteen eighteen the labors of fourteen years were crowned by the erection and dedication of a spacious auditorium and among the speakers at the dedication were the governor of florida and the vice president of the united states efforts now look forward to a great new dormitory for the girls such a bare account of achievements however by no means gives one an adequate conception of the striving and the hoping and the praying that have entered into the work to begin with daytona was a strategic place for the school there was no other such school along the entire east coast of florida and as a place of unusual beauty and attractiveness the town was visited throughout the winter by wealthy tourists from the very first however the girls were trained in the virtues of the home and in self-help great emphasis was placed on domestic science and not only for this as an end in itself but also as a means for the larger training in cleanliness and thrift and good taste we notice strawberries are selling at fifty and sixty cents a quart said a visitor and you have a splendid patch do you use them for your students or sell them we never eat a quart when we can get fifty cents for them was the reply we can take fifty cents and buy a bone that will make soup for us all when a quart of berries would supply only a few for one interested in education few pictures could be more beautiful than that of the dining-room at the school in the morning of a day in mid-term florida is warm often even in midwinter nevertheless rising at five gives one a keen appetite for the early breakfast the ceiling is low and there are other obvious disadvantages but overall is the spirit of good cheer and of home the tablecloths are very white and clean flowers are on the different tables at the head of each a teacher presides over five or six girls the food is nourishing and well prepared and one leaves with the feeling that if he had a sister or daughter he would like for her to have the training of some such place as this of such quality is the work that has been built up and all has been accomplished through the remarkable personality of the woman who is the head and the soul of every effort indomitable courage boundless energy fine tact and a sense of the fitness of things kindly spirit and firm faith in god have deservedly given her success beyond the bounds of her immediate institution her influence extends about the year nineteen twelve the trustees felt the need of so extending the work as to make the school something of a community centre and thus arose the mcleod hospital and training school for nurses in nineteen twelve moved by the utter neglect of the children of the turpentine camp at tomoka mrs bethune started work for them in a little house that she secured the aim was to teach the children to be clean and truthful and helpful to sew and to sweep and to sing 
a short school term was started among them and the mission serves as an excellent practice school for the girls of the senior class in the training school a summer school and a playground have also been started for the children in daytona nor have the boys and young men been neglected here was a problem of unusual difficulty any one who has looked into the inner life of the small towns of florida could not fail to be impressed by the situation of the boys and young men hotel life a shifting tourist population and a climate of unusual seductiveness have all left their impress on every side to the young man beckons temptation and in town after town one finds not one decent recreation center or uplifting social influence pool rooms abound and the young man is blamed for entering forbidden paths but all too often the christian men and women of the community have put forth no definite organized effort for his uplift all too often there results a blasted life a heartache for a mother or a ruined home for some young woman in daytona in nineteen thirteen on a lot near the school campus one of the trustees mr george s duane erected a neat commodious building to be used in connection with the extension work of the institution as a general reading room and home for the young men's christian association and this is the only specific work so being done for negro boys in this section of the state a debating club an athletic club lecture club and prayer meetings all serve as means toward the physical intellectual and spiritual development of the young men a better boys movement is also making progress and the younger boys are becoming interested in canning and farming as well as being cared for in their sports and games no sketch of this woman's work should close without mention of her activities for the nation at large red cross work or a liberty loan drive has alike called forth her interest and her energy she has appeared on some great occasions and before distinguished audiences such as that for instance in the belasco theatre in washington in december nineteen seventeen when on a noteworthy patriotic occasion she was the only representative of her race to speak her girls have gone into many spheres of life and have regularly made themselves useful and desirable nearly two hundred are now annually enrolled at the school the demand for them as teachers seamstresses or cooks far exceeds the supply in great homes and humble in country or in town in daytona or elsewhere north south east west they remember the motto of their teacher and of the master of all not to be ministered unto but to minister and year after year they accomplish better and better things for the school that they love so well and through it for the kingdom of god two thousand years ago the savior of mankind walked upon the earth a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and the people hid as it were their faces from him but one day he went into the home of a pharisee and sat him down to meet and a woman of the city when she knew that jesus sat at meat in the pharisee's house brought an alabaster box of ointment exceeding precious and began to wash his feet with her tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment and there were some that had indignation among themselves and said why was this waste of the ointment made but jesus said let her alone she hath wrought a good work on me she hath done what she could verily i say unto you 
wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her today as well as centuries ago the christ is before us around us waiting we do not always know him for he appears in disguise as a little orphan or a sick old woman or even perhaps as some one of high estate but in need of prayer let us do what we can let each one prove himself an earnest follower to such end is the effort of mary mcleod bethune and as we think of all that she has done and is doing let us for our own selves once more recall the beautiful words of sister moore there is no place too lowly or dark for our feet to enter and no place so high and bright but it needs the touch of the light that we carry from the cross end of chapter five